Good morning and welcome to the Essential Leadership Skills Podcast with your hosts Barb Monson and Glenn Daniels. Our guest today is Deanna Han, the founder of a navigational program called The Goddess Compass. Her program is a powerful tool that she shares open-heartedly with all, especially with those who struggles with depression, pain, suffering, or lack of confidence. She has spoken to over 400,000 women internationally to impact their lives in their quest for happiness. She has been on a British podcast sharing her story of faith and is also an executive member of The Positive Thinkers, a club 33 years strong. Deanna is the author of The Goddess Compass, her transformational journey from darkness to light. Her programs include the Cultivating Compassion course, Marry Yourself First, and the Art and Heartful Living of a Goddess. As a happy-for-no-reason certified trainer, Deanna loves spreading the happy message. Let's raise our sails together and navigate to your heart so you are unquestionably on destination pleasure. Hopefully, you can feel the engine's vibration waiting for you. This is a Touchstone Publishers presentation, your trusted source of leadership knowledge. Well, first thing, uh, Malcolm just got uh, what three demerits is Dina, not Dina. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so okay. we'll fix that, um, or he'll pay the price for it. But anyway, <laughs> good morning, good morning, good good morning, good morning. And we just keep on re-emphasizing that we know why yes, we're good saying morning. good morning. <laughs> and Dina's in this, but it's afternoon, but it's morning someplace. Yeah, <laughs> it's morning someplace. That's where I look at. So that's only way we can find the energy. We want to thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk with us today and getting ready for our talk. I was just overwhelmed with what you bring to the table, especially that one book. But I want to kind of get us rolling just a little bit, let everybody get to know you. So if after we look at your website and read your books and read your work, what's the one thing that we should know about you that maybe that stuff didn't show? What's the one one thing? I wasn't always like this. It was quite a rocky journey in the beginning to let go of my limiting beliefs and advance to my full potential. I realized that I could be my worst asset or my best asset. And I mm. chose, it's about choice to be my best asset and stop suffering from everything that I went through in my past. And that was so transformational. And the, the women that I spoke to and the over 400,000 women I spoke to, at the end, I said, we all have to be human vibrators. And I really believe that we can vibrate the planet at a negative impact or a positive impact. So that is my tagline now. We all need to elevate because we're all balls of energy. And it can be negative energy that people will repel us, or it can be positive energy where people want to know more. So, and isn't that the key? The, how do you get that positive energy going? It sure is. Yeah. And I am so grateful. And I'd like to share with you that this is actually Thanksgiving because I'm here in Canada in St. John's, Newfoundland. <laughs> well, I just finished a beautiful lamb dinner with my son. And I said, I'm on the podcast now. So, you know. So he has to do dishes. I'm always grateful, not just on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> That's know? probably true. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You guys, if you're in the USA, which I believe you are from just looking over some of your things on Spotify, um, you've got that coming. And it's always nice to look forward to. It's yeah. such a beautiful celebration. Yes, it is. But I celebrate life every day. And my son said, you're always grateful. And it's so true. And that's how I'd like to start just sharing a little bit of my journey to continue with your 
question that you asked me, I'm actually grateful for everything I've been through, the dark, because I took the dark and I transformed it to light. I'm no longer a victim. I'm a warrior. I'm a graduate of stage three cancer. I'm no hmm. longer a victim. I went through seven car accidents in my life. Only one was my fault. And no, that was no. avoiding the tail, uh, a tail of a beaver. And I always say in my presentations, I live to tell the tale now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I try to put humor and everything because it's not just about the seriousness of life. And when I went through, I can look back at it and almost laugh now because if I can get through all of this, I know no matter what anybody's going through, that my courses and everything I do can help them elevate their vibration and energize their life so they can advance to their full potential. So it's interesting yeah. how you pointed out that you are not a victim, you're a warrior. And it really strikes me how, um, you know, we, we all have this story and these life experiences and you can identify as your experiences one way or another, either having overcome them or you're still under the weight of them. And so, but you said choice, you chose. You chose to be a warrior and that, that is a vibration that, you know, reverberates across Absolutely. others. That's fantastic. It's so true. And I chose to be a light warrior, not a, not a warrior with a sword, you know, like a warrior with light and love and compassion mm -hmm. for other people because truly we've all suffered, but whether we choose to stay there in that vibration or we want to change that vibration, it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. I was tired of suffering. And I was so tired of numbing my pain. So back to the Amazon jungle experience, I truly learned to lift that weight off my shoulders and let it go. And when I did, I didn't have to take any more medication. Meditation was one of the things that helped me raise my vibration. Mm. But it's like the burden... It, it sounds so simple, but when you're tight and you're stressed and you're angry and you're suffering, everything is tightened up and you are actually in pain and everything do not vibrate the same. And once I realized that I could lift my arms and the more I could lift myself up, the stronger I became and the healthier I became and the more grateful I became of everything that happened to me because I there's, it was just like there was this formula inside me that I'm tired of suffering. I don't want to suffer anymore. And that's when I went on the personal development journey to leave no stone unturned of how I could be a better person and just be able to advance to my full potential after everything I've been through. You know, so did I, you go to, oh, I'm sorry, Glenn, no, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Go ahead no, Bob, you know, usually jump in at the same time. No, <laughs> we haven't. I was curious as to whether you went to the Amazon jungle with the intention of development or was no. it for another reason? And then that just was a happy outcome. It was a happy outcome. It was okay. like, you know, we tell ourselves a story. It's our own narrative is our, our own story. And I'll just use the example as the victim part. 
I was in the car accident. I lost my business. I lost my father. I lost my job. You know, there was just mm -hmm. so many things. And I can just look at it. I'm open now to a new life. Like, is there a portal there? You can decide to be frozen and numb and stay on those pills forever. Or you can look at that portal and where is it going to take you? It needs to be a journey to your heart and decide that you want, you got to love yourself and you got to have self-compassion and you can't give from an empty cup. Because after I went through all of that, I was still a mom. I was still a wife. I was still a teacher. I was still doing so many things, but I was giving from an empty cup. So I would do all of that and then I would just collapse. But now my energy is like, where do I get my energy? I think I get it from the universe because there's nothing holding me back anymore. So hopefully that answered your question. It did. Yeah, it was definitely a golden nugget in that journey, you know. You know, I wonder because, uh, well, when you made that change, you made that choice. Was it something dramatic or was it just step by step over time? I'm asking that to clarify for my next question. When I went to the Amazon jungle, um, it was actually a gift from my husband because he saw me drifting away and nobody could reach me. I was on pills for depression. I was on pills. My last car accident, by the way, I went over a cliff. My car was totally demolished and I walked with a cane for eight months. Hmm. Wow. So like, is that the universe saying it's time for you to slow down because you were going in so many directions, being a teacher, running a successful business, losing your dad? Like it was just everything. It was just a stop. So when I went there, I went there for a number of reasons. And one is just to find my way back and just hoping to find it. But I had I did my research, too, and I watched a doc documentary I don't know if anybody here is familiar with our Canadian scientist, Dr. David Suzuki. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I did plant medicine while I was there, but you don't need to go to the Amazon to do this plant medicine. I'm sure it would help with the things that I went through, but it was really a journey to my heart to find my way back to myself because I was so lost from all the trauma that happened in my life. And a lot of those things, are based on our experiences. Like I had a fear of driving. I had a fear of doing so many things. But those beliefs that we hold on to is from our experiences. So I've watched one of your podcasts and it's very a similar um, meaning of the same thing. Like don't believe everything you think. If you look at the reason you think something, it's conditioned based on your experience of how you were educated or how you experienced something. And it's deeply rooted in your subconscious. So when you're aware of how it's planted, uproot it, let it go, have a placebo and decide what can I put in there to create a better life for me right now? Because yesterday is not on the calendar and neither am I because mm -hmm. I've experienced it and I'm able to let it go. Yesterday is not on the calendar and neither am I. I shut all of that trauma in the drawer and basically I've taken the lessons learned to move them forward. Well, and I'm also a, a big, big believer in God or something very powerful in the universe. God do not make junk and he never started with me. 
So by finding my way back to myself was the best gift. I'm my best asset. Well, you know, the reason I agree with the, your best asset and the, the, the journey. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I asked the question, was it something that just tripped off a big change? I mean, was it something drastic, dramatic that took place that caused you to change or was it a tiny little bit at a time? Because most people, I won't say most people, but a lot of people, and I'm included, have not had that big dramatic thing in their life. Okay. There's a couple so, things that happened. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to continue answering your question. So when I was in the Amazon jungle, and I did the healing and I tapped into my subconscious by doing this plant medicine. I was also told I was a goddess and I didn't believe it. Me, a goddess? No way. And, you know, goddess in my book, I talk about being a co-creator and being courageous and confident and compassionate. Mm -hmm. I lost all those things because I was numb with pain. I was ashamed that I couldn't be a good teacher, a mother, or a wife. So when I was told I was a goddess, like, it didn't mean anything to me. Not me. I'm definitely no goddess. But a couple years after, I was following a blog. And it was a lady out of New York City. And she was offering me to go to New York for the weekend to try out for this weekend seminar. And there was 1,500 women there. And you could put up your hand and tell your story. I got on stage to tell my story. But before I even had the opportunity to do that, she said, what's your name? And I said, my name is Dina. She said, no, your sister goddess Dina. I almost fell off the stage because like the word goddess didn't mean anything to me. And I'm So all of these women that are here, she made them believe they were goddesses in the sense that we're co-creators as women. And even for the men out there, we are the co-creators. We create the child inside of us. So we are the ones that do that. So her philosophy was you can create anything. So that was a bell that went off in my head. And I said, yes, I can create a better life for myself. I can create a better version of me. So I went on a journey of personal development and the art of being a woman uh, came to be a part of it because of some of the things that happened to me in my book. Um, I was violated at a very young age by, by, by men and I had to deal with that and that came out in the subconscious journey in the Amazon jungle. So I let go of my fears of that as well and I let go of the blame and shame thing. So the goddess compass foundation became because of that thing. So that bell that went off in my head. Yes, I am a goddess. I can co-create anything. I can be courageous. I can be confident. It's not just about being a woman. We can co-create with the universe when we let go of thinking we're not enough and let going all of those limiting beliefs and taking that journey to our heart. So how does that connect to being happy for no reason? Tell us about that. Oh, yes. So I've created, so that almost 10 years now, since I've been to the Amazon jungle, I went on a journey of of self-development. 
and any course that was out there, I learned it. Like I am a reader, I'm a writer. And so the self-development part and the happy for no reason is 21 tools of things that I collected that work that I work with, with my clients in my coaching, whether I do it in groups or whether I do the one-on-one -on -one thing. And I have tools for pretty much everything, letting go of the limiting beliefs to healing your heart so you can open it again. And it's based on some pillars, um, the mind, the body, the spirit, the soul. And I look at it in that way. And like I said to you, it's like, don't believe everything you think. When you look at how those beliefs were conditioned inside you, you can become that placebo and decide if it's not working, you can change it. There's nothing saying that what happened to you before you need to hold on to it and fixate it. Stay fixated there, sorry. So you can change that. And that's one of the techniques that I teach to get to the happiness. Because when we don't let go of our past, it's hard to be happy if you're living in the past or worrying about the future. The present, the now, is what you need to focus on. And being grateful for everything that has happened to you is a big part of that as well. So I teach people in the happy for no reason program that you can be a solid foundation so no one can take that happiness away. All those external things, yes, they can come around and they can cause your happiness to fluctuate. But when you've got a strong foundation, no one can take it away. Mm -hmm. So I have a brag journal. I brag <laughs> about where I've been and what I've overcome. So those days when I struggle, I get out my brag journal and I look at it. I also have a gratitude journal that I write in every day because I'm so grateful to have another day to be better than I was yesterday. So that's a little bit of the pillar of the mind part. And like I said, we're, we're, we have a choice. We can be our best asset. We're responsible for our own happiness. So when we have that strong foundation, Nobody can take our happiness away. It's an internal, intrinsic journal, journey, sorry. And I'm fit. I exercise is so important. I do have my own personal trainer to keep me on my toes because I have a very busy life. So getting those endorphins going is so important. So that's a part of the happiness. Everybody knows how it feels when you go for a run or you do your yoga and you do your weights or you even just get up and dance and move. And I get all the people in my group to get up and dance and move, especially if they're sitting on their chair for a while. It's time to get up and move and we'll get back to it. But I just want you to move for a few minutes. And I'll say, I'm not even going to time you in our one hour session. This is your bonus. Five minutes. Mm -hmm. This frees the frame and just move. Because you feel so much better and you think better when you do that. So you want to get that serotonin and all those good feeling endorphins going, right? Yeah. And yeah. when you've got a strong roof, a strong foundation, your home is in your heart. You are responsible for it. You're the foundation. And it feels so empowering to know that you're in control. Let me ask you. Kind of, well, I was going to say hypothetical, but it's not hypothetical. I'm leading a group of 50 people. 
if uh, if I'm leading a group of 50 people, mm-hmm. and I got two or three of them that just don't quite have that foundation um, to want to do personal development, to want to move their bodies, to want to grow. How would you coach me to coach them? Well, let's just talk about my client that I just had on Saturday night that just shared with me how much they're suffering and how much they're upset with their their ex. I just looked at them. Are you tired of suffering? Are you truly tired of suffering? Because there is a better way. We can talk about it a little bit more. And then I can, you know, I'll start off by saying, Everything that's happened is in the past. You can hold on to that. And that's just going to weigh you down, just like it weighed me down. And I'll share a little bit of my story with them. But I got tired of suffering. It was exhausting. It was fatigue. It was making me Mm -hmm. sick. It was lowering my vibration. Is that what you want to do? Do you want to lower your vibration? You're sick now. Look what you told me. What is wrong with you? This person has health issues. When you have health issues, a lot of times it can be connected to your emotions and how you feel about yourself. Not always, but a big part of mental illness and how you feel is connected to all of that. So I would start having that conversation. And I would also tell them, you deserve better. You don't deserve to suffer. Don't you feel like you've suffered enough? Because if you have, there's a better way. And we've got so many options for you. And then I work with them to let go of limiting beliefs and to heal their heart. And forgiveness is a big part. It's a gift to yourself, but it changes the vibration around you. Nobody wants to be around someone that's constantly bitter and negative. You're not going to attract the right people. You have to break that cycle, break that pattern of having those people around you. So when you change the energy around you, you truly transform your life. Where do you see that foundation coming into play? I'm I'm hearing that word uh, repeatedly, and that that clearly is a key element of being happy for no reason and having something to fall back on when things rock your world, so to speak. Do you mostly work with people who are building their foundation? Is that part of what you're showing them, or do you find yourself working with people that have the foundation and they're, they're looking for another level. They want to up level it. A little bit of both actually, uh, Barbara. Um, So I work with people that are in marriages sometimes that are struggling with keeping the marriage together. I work with people that are totally under pressure with work. I'm talking corporations here now and like, I I can't get all this done in one day, you know, and yes, we have our prioritized list and our to to do list, but sometimes we get so overwhelmed that we get into the negative that it's hard to get ourselves out of it. I know it sounds funny. Put on the music for five minutes. It will get you ahead of that crazy mindset that you're in. And I also have a client that I've taught to pinch. You pinch yourself and you come back. That pain will bring you back to making you realize you don't want to suffer anymore. And also it will bring you back to the now. And the word stop it 10 times. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. You know how to go down that rabbit hole, but you also know how to get up because you've done it before. And it feels great when you do it. So I hope that 
answered your question. It does. Thank you. Yes, it does. It does. No, I was just kind of curious, though. It seems like a lot of this foundational work and a lot of the beliefs that either dig a deep foundation beliefs are, it sounds like you're saying, correct, you have to coach me a little bit here, but it sounds like a lot of the things you're getting people started with is to ask questions. Is that what am I understanding? If I'm a coach leader and I have someone that I'm trying to help them build a better foundation to ask a question of them, is that? Um, are you really? asking me to ask questions or get them to ask me questions? I'm no, not I'm, sure. I'm saying if I'm wondering if that's what you're kind of coaching people to do is say, ask the better question, ask the question, uh, are you willing to put up with this anymore? You know, if I'm yes. coaching somebody else. Yes, I, I do ask questions a, a lot just to make people think. And I have like lots of different questions to tap into certain things. Um, but I don't ask a lot of questions. I let people just to open up and talk and let it out. And then I will point back. This is what you said to me. This is what you said to me. And this is what you said. But listen, it's over. It's over. It's done. What have you learned from this right now? How can we make this positive? Mm. You know, it's making people realize that it's over and you are strong because of it now. You are the warrior. You are the light warrior. Or you can be the victim if you want to stay in victim mode. But it's your choice again. Yeah. You know? And it truly is your choice. And having, you know, self-compassion for yourself creates more passion in your life. Because you're, when you have more love for yourself, you're not going to be negative. You're not going to be better. And when you've realized, look what I've been through. That's the brag journal. Look what you've been through. Wow. <laughs> you know, seriously. Look, you can get through anything now. Because it's over and look what you've learned. No one will ever hurt you like that again. You're in control. You're empowered. So limiting beliefs are a powerful thing. And I I don't know if 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 people who haven't really investigated that in themselves or or had that conversation a lot, it's it's kind of one of those hidden inner saboteurs that we aren't aware of, that it's it's kind of a our mode of operation when we're on autopilot. So are you seeing kind of a common theme with your clientele, with people, you know, if you're speaking to a stage, because you have the different areas of life where you coach, it could be, you know, a burned out corporate person. It could be in a relationship, but the limiting belief is, is the root cause, not the symptom. So maybe you're seeing different symptoms, but the same right common belief mindset. I mean, we've heard it over and over, but when you take it and look at what mindset actually means, it's being mindful of how you can go down that rabbit hole. Mm. It's being mindful of how you can get out of it. And again, it comes back to choice. And it's also realizing if you're tired of, you know, being fatigued from uh, the beliefs that you held on to for years and how you can change them. So again, it comes back to let's, let's work on the placebo again. Is that belief working for you right now at this stage in your life? That happened 10 years ago. Do you really need to hold on to it anymore? 
because some people get fixated. And something I realized in my coaching is a lot of people will talk about their suffering forever and ever and ever. And I'll just say, you know, it's because they're so stuck on it. They're fixated. So we need to break the cycle, break the pattern. Because I'm just going to ask you to do something very simple right now. Say I believe and see what part of the body you touch. I believe, yeah. It's your heart. Yeah. You don't mm -hmm. touch your mind. So when you look at how much you need to heal your heart, that's about letting go of the pain, isn't it? Because that's what gives mm -hmm. us those heart attacks that break us down and don't make us feel good about ourselves and our lives. So when you start with, I believe, what do I need to believe right now to get through what I'm going at this moment in time? It's very powerful. I have a kind of a two-part question for you again. Sorry. Okay. You have a um, marry yourself first. Yes. You tell us a little bit about that. And also, <laughs> go ahead and, and if you don't mind, if you tell us a little bit about that, go ahead and tell okay. us so, what you're doing. If you will, just tell us what you're doing. After tell us about that. Tell us what you're doing right now to help people. Who yeah. are you working with? Uh, what's your client base? How do people get a hold of you? But first off, talk to us about marry yourself first i'm going to tell you about that because i love that program and i get such great feedback i'm so grateful that i took the time for that one i realized because i was so sick that i needed to take care of myself till death do do me part right and then mm -hmm. I said, it's a ceremony that should be celebrated celebrating yourself so we need to take care of ourselves till death do us part so i decided marry myself. I, I have to be in love with myself first before I can truly love another person in a healthy, fulfilling way. So I'm not the taker, you know, mm. I'm the receiver, but it's a reciprocity. It's more of altruistic. And then I realized if I've got a full cup and I truly love myself, everything about me, I've got no shame of what I've been through, where I've been, what I've done. I've forgiven myself, I've forgiven others, then I can marry myself. And that ceremony mm. is you need to take care of yourself first till death do us part. They get us, we do a ceremony, we have a psalm, you get a certificate that you're married to yourself. It's beautiful and it's very powerful. And I mean, when we do it together as a group, because the last time I did it, there was 10 women in the group. They loved it. And, and it was just like, you're right. I got to take care of myself. It doesn't matter about the other things. I'm no good to anybody else if I'm giving from an empty cup and I'm depleted. So we got to fill that cup up with self-love and self-compassion. Then we can align our passion, our compassion with other people because we all have needs and we all have feelings. But when your feelings, when your needs are not met, that's when you get the negative feelings and you want the positive feelings. So when you have that self-compassion and that self-love, which is the marriage ceremony, and you're ready to go to the altar of life and celebrate everything with someone else and they'll want to be with you. You're not giving from an empty cup. Hmm. Okay. It, you cultivate more compassion for others when you have self-compassion for yourself. Like... I'm just looking at a sheet here that I use. Is it okay if I share a little bit about that with you? Sure. Okay, so 
when your needs are met, you feel affectionate because that's a need as human beings. We all have that need, you know, to feel affection. Okay. We like to be engaged, you know, and many ways we can be engaged because we're curious as human beings of different things. Excitement. Everybody wants excitement in their life. Everybody has different levels of excitement. But as human beings, we crave excitement. The gratitude, being grateful is actually a feeling associated when we have needs met. We're grateful when someone does something for us. And obviously the happy part, I, you know, we all want to be happy is yeah. in yeah. my program. I say to anybody who would like to be happier. That was at the positive thinkers club the other day. There was nobody in the audience that didn't put up their hand that they didn't be happier. We all want to sure. be happier. So it's a need as a human being. We all have to live with hope and being a cancer graduate. I had to live with hope, inspiration and peace. We all need to feel peaceful and inspired and being refreshed. And there's just so many ways to feel refreshed. I mean, getting your sleep and being rested and yes. meditating. Mm -hmm. So I hope that helps with that. That does. That does. If you can go ahead and just jump into that second part of that, because that sounded like it seemed like a very powerful program. But what are you doing now to help people, help leaders be better leaders, help people be better people? Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Well, again, it's a snap back to the now is a big part of that. And mm -hmm. it's also about, you know, cultivating the compassion part of their selves and, and lots of self-care. And I will also put in the mind, the body, the spirit, the soul. We'll look at each of those areas and decide what we need to work on. If someone is sitting at their desk in a corporate company and they've got a list of things that that they have to do, you can't give from an empty cup. Have you exercised today? Have you went for a walk? Have you cleared your head? Have you eaten? Oh, no, I had breakfast. It's now six o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I even tell my clients, if you haven't had time to eat before you come on, bring your food with me, with you, you know, have something in your hands to eat. Yeah. Mm. Cheers. Okay. Amor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So much. I, I, yeah, I think back to my former corporate self and so much of that is, is so true. Um, just as we, as we close out today and we thank you so much for sharing your wisdom that you got from some really dramatic experiences. What is it that we didn't ask you today that you wish we would have? When I said the word goddess, some people look at me and I can sense, what's this thing about goddess? It truly was a compass for me that okay. guided me and navigated. And I realized this tool, I kept stacking it up higher and higher. And I realized we all have a compass inside of us and we can decide mm -hmm. which direction. It's truly the word choice, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. all of my tools, over 21 of them, will get you in the right direction if you struggle. So anybody out there that is struggling with limiting beliefs, healing their heart, any of the pillars of the mind, body, spirit, and soul, I've spent so much time. There's no more trial and error. I've done the work. You don't even need to go to the Amazon jungle. I've done it for you. And it's, look what I've been through. 
the car accidents, the violations, the cancer, the broken marriage, the, you know, I'm not a victim. I'm a light warrior. And we all need to be human vibrators to vibrate the planet because everybody needs love. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Despite having all those experiences, Dina, you have not stopped smiling. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was just. We just thank you so much for that. Yeah. Oh, as, thank as you. Just that smile alone just seems to carry the passion and the weight. I do want to thank you very much for taking the time. I know it's, um, when you're as busy as you are, it's kind of hard to cut out 45 minutes or 30 minutes to even to talk and share your message. I thank you very much for taking the time to do it. I learned a lot today. It was my pleasure. It was such yeah. wonderful to, to speak with you. Okay, and I'm going to ask you to hang out in the green room just for a couple minutes while we close it out real quick. Okay, but just be a little bit. Hang out there first. Be right back. One of those lessons, I think, that we can really take to heart. What You said, what are the lessons? No, I said one of those lessons. Today, she taught us one of oh, those lessons. Heart. Yes. You can really take it to heart, I think. Well, and it, it struck me when she was talking about um, the, the marrying yourself. The root of that underneath celebrating yourself, actually having an, a love and appreciation for yourself, um, people need permission for that. I, I yeah. think that there's a lot of society, just cultural subliminal messages to serve others. Certainly we need to do that, but sometimes we lose ourselves in the process of that. And so um, in the spirit of giving and wanting to be productive, even maybe it's not even, you know, like a philanthropic giving, it's just being productive, being capable, showing up in my organization and in my family. Um, I think sometimes we do need that permission to yeah, yeah. celebrate. And then my point back to the simple fact that uh, we show that by not taking our, our vacations. Uh, you know, it's amazing how many right. people don't take their vacations because they're not demonstrating the love. We talked about that the other day in the class. So, you know, the thing is, you maybe said, if I get this go, I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to treat myself to it. But you get the go and you don't go buy yourself or treat yourself to it. Yeah. Like, I think it's the thing of giving yourself permission. And when she was talking about that, that, you know, of course, that would take me back to the personal issues, you know, and you start thinking about that. But then I moved to saying, okay, well, if I'm going to be a leader of people, maybe I should lead myself. Mm, so, yeah. And that's the power of having somebody who's, again, a thought leader who can think through issues and has done the work for us. You know, that can be the power of that. So I thought it was very good. Very good today. Yep. Food for thought. Yeah, food for thought. Well, let's go ahead and get ourselves closed out here. I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us today. I'll find the magic button and we'll get closed out. Thank you for connecting with us here at Touchstone Publishers. Please join our group Essential Leadership Skills and share your leadership knowledge with us all.